Hey, hey, praise heads. Hey, hey, praiseoids. Um, it's it's me, Heath Huffman. It's me, Alex Sanchez. And we just have a few announcements for you, Alex. Would you like to go first? Do you have any announcements? Um, I do have an announcement, but well, uh, I I got my tooth pulled. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it's huge. Cool. The tooth is huge. How big is it? Show me. I'm showing you. Look <laughs> oh, he, at how fucking huge he, it is. Alex brought the tooth, by the way. I'm going I, to grab it with my hands. Okay, I washed it with water. It's, oh, goodness, it's big. It's a big fella. <laughs> yeah. It's like a jellyfish, it's, but hard. <laughs> it's insane. It's got two root. It looks, the roots look like a lobster's claw. Yes. They look chitinous. Yeah, it's, there's still a little bit of, like... Yeah, it's buck wild. Um, it's about the size of what would you say, Heath? How how can we describe it? Because we're not going to post a picture. It is. We are going to post a picture. It looks like it could be the skeleton of a cherry tomato. Wow, that's exactly perfect. Yeah, right. It looks like CJ. Oh, good, CJ, you're joining us. Uh, I'm I'm glad that you're joining us here. I brought I got a wisdom tooth pulled, and I brought the tooth. Your real tooth. This is my real tooth. That's his real like this one. Is a bit. No, this is not a bit. This is like. Can I touch it? Yeah, for sure. What are your impressions? Wow. Well, it looks like a like a crab claw, maybe. Yeah. Or like a bird's beak. Also, you did a pretty good job. This looks pretty. Did you bleach this? Yeah. No. He he really grew one hell of a tooth. Yeah. That's crazy. I still have mine. I kind of want them now. Right? Yeah. I like I what I was thinking about doing was getting all four of them pulled and then attaching them to some like knuckle dusters, <laughs> like some brass knuckles. I was going to ask what's your plan? Are you necklace? Necklace Bracelet? sounds good. Bracelet maybe. Maybe a ring. I think like a shark tooth puka shell. Holy but... shit. Mhm. Just get the rest of your teeth pulled to fill it out. Oh, perfect. No teeth. And then get metal <laughs> teeth. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I have a real I have real announcements. Okay. Um I am going to be at Divine Comedy at the Speakeasy on May 9th, this Wednesday at nine o'clock. I'm going to be doing stand up comedy there. I'm going to be doing stand up at Saints on May twenty seventh, seven o'clock. So if you are this is not a local podcast, but if you are local to me in relation to me, come on come on through. Come on through to mm-hmm. have a good time. Have a yes. have a have a laugh on the H man. That's my. Let <laughs> <laughs> go your burdens to the Christian. Open, open the doors. Um, here's the studio. Open the doors and see the big friends. <laughs> I love the use of the word "the big friends." <laughs> yeah, I think Jill, was that you? Did you do big friends first? Was it who said big friends first? Who was the originator in our episode descriptions of the big friend? It probably was. That does sound like something yeah. I would say. Uh, but I, I think it's apt. 
Because we are two differently large boys. That's correct. Uh, this is the Praise Down. That's right. It is a podcast hosted by me, Heath Huffman. And me, Alex Sanchez. Where we discuss Christian music, Christian pop culture, but aren't, but we ourselves are not current Christians per se yeah. at the moment. With no, with no real intention of dipping back in, sure. as far as we know. Sure. I've thought about it, but eh, who knows? Yeah, I, just, I think about it all the time. Yeah, doing this podcast, right? Yeah, doing yeah. this podcast has done it. Yeah. Anyway, this is, <clears throat> this is the show. That's the show you're listening to. Uh, with us is a full-time newborn photographer. Mm-hmm. He's working on an untitled album. Not an album of newborn babies. No, an album of an his... A- an album of music and sounds, Adult I noises. Adult... Not... <laughs> not adult noises but, Re- like, but re- noises that are made by an adult re- re- relatively wholesome yeah. adult noises right uh he's a theater mercenary uh and yep, that's right his name is joey harbert welcome joey thank you yeah uh hi welcome i'm glad you could do the podcast i'm also glad similarly glad so you currently live in chicago correct mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. city of mates Right. That's why I moved there. Yeah. For all yeah. the meats. Uh-huh. What are your favorite meats? <laughs> I'm a big fan of turkey. I like chicken. I'm I'm a I'm a big poultry person. Okay. Okay. I do like beef or bison mm-hmm. on occasion. Mm-hmm. Um I once had a dork burger. Now Which is Now I've been called a dork burger before, <laughs> but please explain to the listeners. Um it is a combination um patty of duck and boar. Whoa! Yeah. It was really weird. Didn't care for it, but sure. I have tried dork before. Uh-huh. Now you can tell the quarterback Matt what a dork burger actually is, so he can <laughs> stop beating you up. Actually, it's a mix of <laughs> duck and bo- oh no! Oh, God, stop jumping into the locker. Yeah, I think I think that would work well for you. Mm-hmm. You should try that. Dork burger, uh, as a phrase, is actually going to come in very useful on this episode of the podcast because Joey, as you may know, it is Lent. It's Lent, and, and you know what that means. We gave up swearing on the podcast for Lent. That's I'm proud of you. Oh, thank, thank you, you. thank you. That's a lofty goal. You can follow wh- whatever rules you want. Yeah. This is our this is our own journey. Yeah, you can say cusses. That's, that's very kind of you. Yeah, you can yeah. you can come into our podcast and say cusses, but we, as for me and my podcast, we will not cuss. <laughs> praise be. I tell you what. Yeah, big praise that from me. Mm-hmm. Big mm-hmm. praise that. So, besides meats, what else is in Chicago that matters to you? Um, there's a lot of art in Chicago, mm-hmm. just in all shapes and forms, and I think that's wonderful. What, what's that one everybody gets photos with? The Big Good Bubble? Or mm-hmm. Yeah. Is um, that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, that's that's one, one of the names it goes by. Um, <laughs> what are the other names? <laughs> it's officially called Cloudgate, but um, everyone calls it the Bean, because it's shaped like a mm. bean. It must be a regional thing. Down here, we call it the Big Good Bubble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that why they call Chicago Bean Town? <laughs> yeah, because you go and you flick the bean. No. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what? 
Yeah. It's it's mirrored and you like to look at yourself mm-hmm. and you know sometimes you just got to because you can interact cuz you're in disbelief. Surface. Sure. Yeah, you're, you're like, like, "Oh, is that is real. that me well, in the bean scape?" And it's bean shaped. <laughs> it looks very morphous. So mm-hmm. it looks like it should be able like you might be able to soft, so you have to feel how hard the bean is. Is it hard mm-hmm. bean? It's a pretty hard bean, a surprisingly uh, hard that, bean. Yeah. yeah. Has anyone tried to bake it or refry it? Mm. Any bean freaks out there trying to... Honestly, not to my knowledge of baking or refrying. However, there is a whole culture in Chicago where people will go um, either um, make Facebook events to celebrate the bean graduating from college, paint the bean black, Windex the bean from painting it black, do a Mm. half and half. There's a lot of like bean-centered events in Chicago. Wow. Gotta love that bean. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a t-shirt I can buy in Chicago? One that says, gotta love that bean? I honestly would not be surprised. I have not personally seen that. Take it to the bank. I've been to the bean. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I've seen the bean. (laughs) Time to go home. (laughs) Alex, you got any t-shirts that you might want from Chicago? Maybe like a double, like, seen the bean, now I can die because of Sean Bean and he dies in all the movies, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Seen the bean, time to die. And then on the back it says, I get why Sean Bean's always dying. With a picture of, of um, this is a lot Eddie Vedder. Like, <laughs> <laughs> here's here's mine. It's I'm excited. You, you can you can throw Rowan Atkinson in the trash because there's only one Mr. Bean I respect. And then it's a picture of the bean all on the front of the shirt, nothing on the back. Yeah, I think I think my favorite part is that. You'd have to pause so that yeah. people can read that. It's not something you can just casually no. you'd be like <laughs> you're like walking down the street and someone starts following you walking backwards um, so they can read the whole shirt. I've got another shirt here. Uh-huh. Um, see the bean you wish to see yourself in in Chicago, <laughs> Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> Don't talk to me till I've seen the bean. That's a coffee mug. <laughs> what else is there? Pizza? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Is the pizza deep? Oh, it's deep. What's the deepest pizza you've seen? Um, I've actually never. I, I'm. I mean, I'm not. I don't, wouldn't consider myself a size queen. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, <laughs> I. Uh, I haven't gone more than like three inches deep. That's not sure. bad. Yeah. yeah. I. I want to. I like a pizza so deep. I need to put a freaking diving board on the crust and just <laughs> like jump in, jump in, and burn my body a bunch. I like pizza so deep you can find pasta in it and not be mad. Okay, just, but to be fair, I don't care how deep a pizza is. If I find pasta in it, I'm not going to be mad. You know what? You're right. Is mm-hmm. that something you're going to get mad about? Never. It okay. just starts being a lasagna a little bit. Oh, yeah. Crusty lasagna. Oh, that doesn't sound quite as fun. I, I don't like the thing you suggested. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But I, I mean... Now, but now I'm imagining a pizza so deep that you once you dive in, you get layers of lasagna, yes. which is incredible. And then you get down to the bottom, and it's bread. Okay, and then, I love bread. Now, so are we? Are, are we inventing a real epic mealtime situation here, where it's deep dish pizza crust? We're doing yes. this in like a big cast iron uh, thing, like a like a like a Dutch oven. No, something. What if you did it in one of those big old soup pots? You know that oh, are really like tall a stock that, pot. Yeah, mm-hmm. a stock pot. That's what I'm mm. looking for. Um, and it's so that it's, deep. It's dough on the sides. Yes. Big yep. lasagna. Just dough it up. With pepperonis in between the layers and also on top. Are you talking? Are you? Are we talking sliced peps or 
whole peps. Oh wow! Like like the entire log, miniature miniature pep logs in the lasagna. But I think the top should be sliced, so you have this nice like mm-hmm. almost icing mm-hmm. on the cake, as it were, mm-hmm. icing on the pie. Ah. The pizza pie. Since we're kind of doing a, a whole an epic holy meal time here, mm-hmm. um, I do kind of want to open a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> and when the pizza's all done, just remove the lid and go upside down. So yeah. it's just like imbued with the power of that that sweet, that sweet, sweet uh, whiskey. Can we talk real quick about how I hate Jack Daniels? Yeah, we can. What did he do to you? Well, no, he didn't do anything to me. I just, I've had... He's the one who called him a dork burger. Anyway. I've had... Oh, mm. man. Okay, so I was bullied by Jack Daniels. <laughs> when somebody... Raise I, your hand if you've been personally victimized by Jack Daniels. I was 20... <laughs> uh, I was like 21 and just figuring out what drinks I liked at bars. And I'd had rums and Cokes before that I liked. And I'd had whiskey Cokes, just like well whiskeys. And I was like, you know sure. what? I'm going to have a Jack and Coke. It was the worst thing I've ever had in my life. Then I've had Jack Straight, and it's also not very good. It's but other whiskeys are good. Well, that's the thing is it. It's not the even best. cheaper ones are better. The, like, like Heaven Hill. Like Heaven Hill. Praise that. Mellow Praise. corn. Uh, I feel like I mean, have you tried the honey whiskey? Because that makes for a good um, hot toddy. I have. Toddy. I have tried the honey whiskey. The honey whiskey cool, is exempt right? from this, but I, I okay. do enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the cinnamon's fine. It's basically fireball. Right. Just get fireball if you're going to get fire. Just commit. Let's uh, let's talk the dang one. Yeah. We're, huh? we're, yeah. We, we're trying. We tried small talk out on this episode. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Mean for it to go that way. I don't know. That was some but large I, talk. That was yeah. a large piece of pie. Yeah, uh-huh. large bean, large pie, mm-hmm. large city. Yeah, yeah. Medium sized apple. <laughs> so Joey, how's it going with you and the Lord? Oh wow, um, it's it's going, as they say. Is it? It's mm-hmm. like haltingly. You know, mm-hmm. we have our moments, but we're not like best friends. Don't tell my mom. Sure. Your mom's going to listen to this podcast. I'm going to put it on its CD and send it to her. <laughs> She'd get really excited by the title and then be just disappointed in me, you know, as for like the rest of my life. Eh, it's a little early in the episode. Maybe we'll do some good stuff. Yeah. Good things Good things could occur still. You're right. You're right. That's yeah. true. So you and you and God kind of have a very strenuous acquaintanceship at the moment is that kind of what i'm picking up yeah yeah that's cool that's cool that's that's us well are we talking like god as a general concept or are we talking about the holy trinity god well we we kind of we kind of kick this segment off a bit facetiously sure i was talking about holy trinity god okay that's but, what i thought yeah but the we b- same. but we're intending to broaden sure as yeah. as we go on through this segment were you born into a family of faith oh very much so i was raised church of christ church oh, oh church of christ yeah i know a little i was i wasn't raised church of christ i know a little bit about church of christ i can tell you a lot about church of christ church of Christ is the American one. Church of Christ is the Irish one. Church of Christ. <laughs> Sorry. We can keep going. <laughs> I've been to a Church of Christ Easter, and 
the two things I picked up on, my very nuanced understanding of their doctrine is that they hate instruments and kids are supposed to cry in the service. Wow. I mean, I, I really never thought about the kids crying in service, but um, maybe. But yeah, we, they do. Okay, so Church of Christ, the doctrine was founded upon um, the church and the new church in Acts is like the best pinnacle of being a church, right? Sure. So we base everything off of the church in Acts, which means that um, everything's based off of New Testament things. So all of the verses about instruments, like take up your tambourine and, um, and dancing also, are in the Old Testament. We don't have any of that in the New Testament. So that's why um, instruments are a no-go, dancing is a no-go. Um, it, it, depending on how conservative of Church of Christ, um, uh, women on stage is a no-go. Um, mm. Most of the time they're okay with women as like children's ministers, but women as like a pastor is not going to happen. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, What's the coolest thing a woman can do on stage? <laughs> Backflip. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, <laughs> Anybody topping that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um... Can you do the thing that the uh, AGs do? Could a woman ride a motorcycle onto the stage? Absolutely not. Oh. That's that's in the doctrine. Like, don't do that. Like, honestly, wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Church of Christ fight over the silliest things. Like, can you have a gym in the church building? Okay, what are the arguments for? What are the arguments against? Mm. Um, the arguments for are, you know, a gym would be nice to have. It's a cool place for our youth group to hang out. The arguments against are. It's not in the New Testament. They don't talk about a gymnasium, which I think is awesome because no one thought about can we have bathrooms, but I don't remember a verse being like, thou shalt have bathrooms in the church. Dude. Yeah, yeah the Apostle Paul didn't spend three hours a day trying to get his thighs thick and tight. He was he was serving the Lord 24-7. They walked everywhere, though, so he did. He, I mean... It's it's historically known that that Paul had a good butt, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he didn't go to a dang gym for it. Mm -mm. No. They didn't have gyms. He was a fisher of men. Yeah. Now, do you think that they could maybe like find a compromise? <laughs> what if the gym was instead a sort of sand pit or a yurt with rocks mm -hmm, inside? Mm -hmm. Where they did gladiator fights. <laughs> I mean, though uh, period appropriate, um, the Church of Christ doctrine is less about keeping things period appropriate and more about like the structure of the original church. Mm -hmm. So, um, so replace the yurt with perhaps a room, mm. okay, and replace the rocks with. They could still be rocks. Yeah. I mean, rocks are still around. Yeah. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. We still have rocks. And all the weapons are made of foam. And it's LARPing. <laughs> it's LARPing. I would have a lot more fun at youth group. Let we my people LARP. Let my people LARP. <laughs> Praise be. Yeah, Let my people LARP. A, com a, a very well-known saying from the good, the good, good deliverer Moses. Mm-hmm. But so in COC, walk we us don't through care about that because it's in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. <laughs> walk us through your experience specifically with the Church of Christ. Okay, well, um, so my family was um, 
I consider myself lucky because I was raised in like a more liberal church of Christ. Mm. Um, so we had a praise team, which is basically like an a- acapella choir, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, which included women. So we had oh, women whoa. on stage, well, which I... made my grandma a little uncomfortable when they came to visit. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a little bit more liberal church of Christ. Um, but a very, my family was very active in the church. My mom was actually the church accountant for a while. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I guess that means we're definitely going to heaven. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyways. The book says yes. The book says mm. yes. Um, so, yeah, I was raised in the church. Um, I was – I always went to the youth group events. Um, I was like – I'm a musician, a singer, and I've always loved singing. So um, I was the go-to person to lead worship services for the youth group. I was a junior intern Mm. Um, so yeah, I was very active in the church throughout my child and teen years. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what, uh, what drew you away from the church? Yeah. When did this train come to a halt? Um, well, I am a homosexual. Oh, what? Oh, okay. I know. You never would have guessed. <laughs> um, so that was, um, that was a part of it. Um, I also just... I'm not a big fan of organized religion in general because I feel like when you place rules on things and you get these people together that say my way is the right way, um, there's a lot of hate that comes up, which I think is really Mm. silly in Christianity because, you know, the whole point is um, God is love. The greatest of these is love. um, And it's all about loving other people. But you see, and it's not always this way, but by and large, um, there are a lot of churches that are very hateful in one way or another and that wasn't something that i appreciated so um yeah that's part of the reason i drifted away it's a good a reason as any yeah uh and you're right i i happen to grow up in i happen to grow up in bethany where there happened to be a church that is on the southern poverty law center's hate group map wow badass yeah, I mean it's not badass that they're I on know. there, but that—that's uh, kind of the best way I know to describe Bethany. We had a hate group church, sure, and uh, that was their pizza. <laughs> Does pizza taste better like, with hate? Right? Yeah, yeah. I want to know what their youth groups were like. Like, I didn't go. Uh, well, no, of course. I I I've seen it. Okay. And the the big hateful man, I suppose, like the Fred Phelps of this church. Mm. Uh died mm. which is good sure yeah i don't know what they're up to now mm. but hopefully something better than they were up to before got it so so did you this did did you like break up with god or did you ghost god oh i fully ghosted god mm. yeah well how'd that go how'd... um well it was just like it was kind of a gradual thing, you know, as you grow older and gain more independence. It was like I didn't feel this pressure from my parents that I have to go to church every Sunday. So I just, like, stopped going to church. Mm. And um, I was never big on spending time in the Word um, beyond what my parents had me do. I can still quote some Bible verses, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so it was just kind of like the more independence I had, the less I less time I spent at church and um I mean I think spirituality is a big thing for me so I do think 
about what I believe religiously a lot. Because really the thing for me is I don't know that I've fully ghosted God as much as I've ghosted the idea of Jesus. Sure. Because mm-hmm. I don't know that's one of the things that I don't think is as necessary and seems. And another reason I drifted away is, you know, the more you learn about um, reading different texts and stories and analyzing them and, and things that just, um, especially Genesis and, um, but a lot of the Bible seems very allegorical and um, kind of like a fairy tale rather than real concrete fact. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, I guess that was my process of ghosting God was just the, as I gained independence, we just went our separate ways. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds like what you're talking about is actually an idea that I was talking with my roommate about earlier. You have to have more than one lens to view the world through. Sure. If you go through your life only eating sushi and you can't enjoy something like Tex-Mex without hating it because it isn't sushi. Sure. But this analogy got lost. <laughs> Sushi's, um, sushi's still allowed to be your yeah, favorite, but yeah, you should... You, you can st- yeah. Okay, sushi can still be your favorite, and you can, fi- you can find the things that you enjoy about sushi in other foods, like Tex-Mex. Sure. But... And that's what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to have multiple lenses to maybe view the world yes, through so you're yeah. not ever limited or uh, confused or closed off to any ideas. Yeah. But um, if you only stick to sushi and hate everything that isn't sushi, then you're kind of experiencing things incorrectly. Yeah. But if you like sushi and you find out you like Tex-Mex and also Indian food, you can just be like, oh, I just like things that are spicy. Yeah. And then you've learned something about yourself and about your values. Yeah, it's it's a lens you view things through, and it's a lens that you can view on your own. Yeah, yeah. No, I fully agree with that, and I think that I think that's honestly a big problem with um, Christianity today is that people are not open minded and they're not um, open to trying new things without instantly hating them because it's not theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's so important is to make sure you're informed of all areas. It's there's a difference between um, knowing. This is what I believe. I've looked everywhere and I've seen all of the different options there are, and I um, and I know that this is this is what I believe, as opposed to well, my parents believe this, and their um, my grandparents believe this, and my great grandparents believe this, and it's how I was raised, so it is what it is. I feel like there is such a large demographic of Christians who want to adopt more open-minded stances publicly but are so afraid of blowing their lives up sure yeah if you especially if you spend a lot of time in some kind of like metropolitan sort of non-denominational accepting as heck oh yeah kind of church there are people that are trying their hardest to be as cool as they can but they just learned that Oh, you can drink beer and nobody's mad at you in the church yeah. if you do that. Or, no, totally. Or you can wear your metalhead jacket to church or whatever. Just superficial sort of things that make you go, oh, wow, everybody's so accepting. And what they should be doing is actually moving forward on, uh, you know, world on their worldview and their perspective. Yeah. But they're kind of just taking it where they can get it because they don't want their family to hate them. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. People like the, the system can like trap people. Mm. You know, you know what I mean, Alex? 
Yes. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, heck yeah, it's Lent. Oh. It 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 was really hard for our family being the only Democrats at a whole church. Oh, and you guys were the leadership. We were the leadership, and we were also the only brown people at that whole church. And it was mm. just it, well, not my mom. My mom was the face of the family because she wasn't. Uh, she was the, she was the white one. She was the, the CEO of yeah. the family. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, she was the the children's pastor, and my dad built all the sets. Uh, nice. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to have stances that, you know, are morally right when you're in that kind of situation. Sure. Mm -hmm. Because once you get surrounded by enough people like that, mm -hmm. it's easy to feel like your life is over if you decide to publicly believe something that doesn't line up with those people right oh sure well and like um for my parents all of their friends that they actually hang out with are their church friends they don't really mm -hmm. i mean they have a couple work friends but those aren't the people that they spend their time with they spend right. their time with their church friends so uh in that aspect the church is their whole life mm -hmm. you know yeah um and so then it's like if the church rejects you well then you've just lost all of your friends um and that's i think you know, the whole purpose of the church is to bring believers together to strengthen their faith. Um, and I think that's wonderful. But the problem is, is that we've got these rigid ideas of what is right and wrong. And therefore, we get really judgy. And the judginess um, halts people expanding and um, expanding their worldview. And as a result, um, depending on what you believe, strength, strengthening their relationship with God. Because by um, knowing oh, yes, I've tried these other foods, quote-unquote, as it were. Mm -hmm. um, that's how you deepen your faith and deepen your relationship with God. Because if you never try anything else, that's not faith, mm -hmm. in my yeah. opinion. And I find that a lot of people in those situations tend to be more judgmental because they're personally frustrated with their lack of connection to a thing. Sure. Mm -hmm. I, re I remember, I mean... I was a teen in church and I remember sort of personally feeling that way because I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I felt anything in church. I and if I did, I was able to talk myself out of it like that. And so the only way I could ever feel good about being part of this whole thing is saying things like I don't cuss at school or um, or whatever. Like, yeah, I'm. I, I'm nice to adults or sure. just, you know, unlike these people. No, totally. Kind of, yeah. the, the like Christian Girl Scout badges. Yes. It's yes, like I exactly. do these things. No, totally. And I think um, it's, it's good boy points as a substitute for a meaningful connection things. to the spirit. Right. That's the thing that um, really kills me about um, – I feel I feel like uh, like Life Church is that way a lot. You see, I've mm -hmm. I've only been to one of their worship services, but it was like this like outrageous concert, and I saw all these kids like raising their hands, and I don't know how, but somehow I could just viscerally viscerally tell that it wasn't that they were raising their hands because they felt moved to do so. They were raising their hands to get their good boy points because mm -hmm. I'm, I am feeling moved by the spirit to raise my hands and right. people mm -hmm. will see me, which kills me. Cause you know, there's the verse about, yeah. no, don't go out and pray in front of these masses of people so that they know how holy you are. That's yeah. not how that works. There are a lot of people that are, 
that are being hands up folks because they're again they're not being moved by it and they are hoping that by faking it they will become moved. like by putting their hands up it'll yeah. act as an antenna yeah, or or it's like yes um, the god antenna yeah <laughs> of course i got oh i just gotta adjust these i'm not i'm not getting really good reception right now mm-hmm. it's cloudy um, today get out some tin foil and put it on your hand <laughs> uh yeah, or well, or or like you know, every, everyone says, well, if you just smile at yourself in the morning, if you smile enough, then it'll trick your body. So I guess if you put your hands up enough, it'll trick your mind into thinking that you're connected to the Lord. There's also a kind of externality to Western Christianity that oh, makes it yeah. makes this kind of a difficult thing to contend with, right? Because a lot of things kind of clicked for me personally when I could view things from. A perspective of oh this is this is inside of me this isn't a guy somewhere else because that's hard that's kind of hard to think about because yeah. you start thinking about the logistical like speed bumps of the whole thing like mm. how far away is this dude well can this guy hear me is does he live in the sky what well, denomination were you raised in southern bap Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was like, I well, and I mean, it also helps. Like I said, that I was raised in a liberal church of Christ, but we were all about like, you know, he is this being that's anywhere and everywhere, and, and it's a very personal relationship, and you want to like build it as if um, I don't know a relationship with a family member. We're big on the mm-hmm. idea of Father God kind of thing. Yeah. In, in South Bap, we still got God is everywhere, but sure. it, it wasn't in a sort of. You know, God is the water you drink. God is every good feeling you have. God is like the, God is like a connectivity to everything. It was more like God's like God's like a, a surveillance camera. Sure. More than a guy that's here. You know, have you ever like worked at a place where the owner of the place like lives in Ohio and is just watching you or whatever? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, yeah. I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of that was kind of the impression that was given to us when we heard that god is everywhere and god is everything yeah um so i mean it was it was different i yeah i i didn't go to i didn't even go to a an outright conservative church it was just a it was a very sort of stanceless or maybe it wasn't, but I, I guess that was just my impression because sure. I, I grew up conservative and everything just seemed like normal. So who knows? But they seem to not take certain stances on things when it didn't feel necessary for them to come out against a thing that would like paint them as backwards folks. Sure. Mm-hmm. But this is like backtracking, but I'm interested because you said western christianity is so external why make the delineation of western i guess it's only because that's what i know fair i do know that i do know that there is some some branches of european apologetics that are more internal okay but um so after you left church where was you mentioned earlier that are you talking about Judeo-Christian God? Or are you talking about just like little G God? We're going to talk about little G God now. Okay. So after you left church, where was God in what you were doing then? Well, um, so when I was in high school, one of my um, teachers at school kind of talked about this idea of 
um, for some people, God is going out and, um, uh, and, and like, you know, being in church and singing to God, capital G God or, or whatever. Um, and for some people going out onto the lake and being, um, in nature is being with God. And I also have all, um, kind of got into the transcendentalists and Ralph Waldo Emerson talks about, um, this like stream of consciousness that spans time and space that we kind of like, you, you know, when you're, um, creating something or you're doing that thing that you feel like you were meant to be doing and you get into that Zen state. Yeah. The flow state. Yeah. The flow state. And so that is, um, that is there like the transcendentalist or at least Ralph Waldo Emerson's idea of God. And that really, um, struck a chord with me because, um, I, I get that place whenever I'm, um, making music. And that's, um, one of the big reasons that I, um, I have never felt disconnected because, we always um, worship service was always a big part of church. Even every time we did devos and stuff, um, Church of Christ people are known for their singing because it's kind of like sink or swim since it's a cappella, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and so um, we were big. We were big into music, and that's when I always felt what I consider to be God, right? And so even though I have fallen away from the church, I still um, find God in my music and the things that I do. Um, and I also find God in nature because I'm very big into like camping and that kind of thing. But um, there are these different places that I find God. And I don't um, – the reason I make the delineation between little g and um, Judeo-Christian is because I don't I, – I haven't quite figured out how Jesus factors into that. Um, I feel like the Holy Spirit and capital G God are very similar, and it's um, – uh, I, I don't know what being I interact with. <laughs> it's still something I'm I'm on the path of discovery, but that's that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah, sure. And the the way I kind of think Jesus fits into something like that is I I heard this term in a humanities course one time, um, the idea of the moral exemplar. Sure. So, so every once in a while, every once in a while, someone comes along and just is great at being good. Jesus, Gandhi, uh, Dr. King, Weird Al Yankovic. Mariah Just, Carey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So people sort of look to those people as people who are the most pure human expressions sure. of that godliness or that holiness. Yeah. And... Some people, in my opinion, falsely equate them with being God or related to them. See, and that's my thing. I totally get the concept of Jesus as like this is an ideal that we should reach towards. Mm-hmm. Um, but my problem is putting lumping him in with God. Right. Being, right. Yes. Um, yes. I I understand. Yeah. I understand the contention with that. I think. No. Sure. 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 I, I think it's. I think it would be fair to say that that you're not alone in sharing that point of contention with people. So you're, you're okay with Jesus as an expression of God, but not as the Messiah. Correct. Ne- necessarily. I, yeah, I, I don't see there being a necessity for a Messiah. Mm. I could name. use a decent Messiah. I don't know. I think a Messiah would be cool. I mean, it'd be cool. I love yeah. it. I love that Tom Waits song, by the way. <laughs> 
the Messiah would be cool. I'd love a Messiah. <laughs> There's a Messiah in my soul. Does Tom Waits, or does he not, sing exactly like the dog Ralph from The Muppets? The piano-playing dog Ralph sings exactly like Tom Waits. He does. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll end interview on this last question, and this is one that we've been having a lot of fun asking people. What is everything? Yeah, what, what's going on? What is it? You can you can you can answer this as big or as small as you want. Oh gosh, um, I don't know. Um, I guess I really like the Hindu idea of like God is everything and everything is God. It's mm. all connected. I mean this is not perhaps answering the question in the way that one might argue it should be. There's no wrong way to answer uh, yeah, this question. I think um, everything is connected. That's it. And scene. Good enough. Well, heck yeah, buddy. I, I'm, I <laughs> I'm trying to keep those, those H-E double hockey sticks down because mm-hmm. it's yeah. Lent. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, brother. Heck yes, brother. My... What do you what do you want to do next? Do you want to talk about Cutlass real quick, or do you want to give advice? Oh, we forgot to look at Christian-forums.net. Or I've got a few, I've got a few in the tank. Okay. So, so Joey, we've been going to Christianforums.net for one purpose. See, this is how you know I'm disconnected because I had no idea that even existed. Well, not a lot of people do. There aren't as many Christians as I thought there were then. Well, not as many forum. Okay. <laughs> this one's not so much advice. Would you guys want to punch up some poetry? Of course. Okay. Always. There's a sizable writing community on ChristianForums.net. This one comes from Real Child. <laughs> we're not speaking to Pinocchio. That's no. The- now, okay, we we need to address right off the bat. Do we think this person is a real child, or do we think they're an adult pretending to be a child, or do we think it's a double bluff where they're like a real child who would like, no, who would think a child would have their name be real child? They'll all think I'm an adult. I think it's an adult mannequin. Uh, okay, okay. I, I'm gonna say it depends on how good the poetry is. Let's hear the poetry and then determine the age of the poster. This is on Halloween 2015. Spooky. So it's about to get spooky. Please, Please hold all remarks to the end. Okay. All right. If I told you that Mary was still in the system, would you believe? If I told you that Paul and John are on the earth now, would you believe? If I told you that the prophets are still among us, would you believe? If I told you that everything you see is just a fake copy of heaven, would you believe? If I told you that hell is both a place of interrogation and death, would you believe? If I told angels are beings who have clipboards and computers, would you believe? If I told you that in the afterlife you enter into God, would you still want to believe? What if God was one of us? Okay. Okay. So, okay. is this guy talking about the singularity? 
is he talking about how like everybody's still alive, but they've all been uploaded to some freaking computers, man? Mm-hmm. I, I think I think Banksy showed up on Christian forums to Dude. drop some drop some verses. Obviously, that's got to be it. Like hell, so is hell is prison, but then heaven is clipboards. It's corporations is heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pay paradise and put up a parking lot. Man. You're welcome. <laughs> bop, bop, bop. So, mm, how do we fix this poem? Because there's something messed up about it. For, okay, yeah. <sighs> let's let's start there. What is, what's... I mean, we got to figure out the thesis of the poem before we figure out how to help. Okay. That's a good point. See, here's the thing. Yeah. I think we're kind of having... I, I think we've, we've kind of gotten into a habit of finding the most sort of schizophrenic posts on this website. This is a truly, yeah. Yeah, this feels like the post of a guy who has some theories that we don't know the full backstory on. Yeah, they're pretty not fleshed. I've got one fix already. Okay. This verse here, if I told angels are beings who have clipboards and computers... He forgot a you. Yeah. If I told mm. if I told you, angels are beings who have clipboards and computers. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. If they've got computers, what do they need clipboards for? Wouldn't yeah. Like hey. A, <laughs> wouldn't they have like a tablet or a laptop that they could write on? You, clipboard tablet. So you mean you mean that it's a tablet that you can clip paper to to write on the paper? Yeah. And you could just get a carbon copy on the tablet. Oh. Come on, man. Yeah. That's genius. I think that is genius, actually. Yeah, Joey and I are over here on some next level crap. I know. You guys are on some next level crap. You don't have to pout. You can join us. Yeah, you don't have to get all crapped up about it. I'm crapped up. (laughs) Sounds like constipated. So, (laughs) can we get... Well, just uh editing note, can we get I'm crapped up clean? <laughs> you want to get it clean right now? Yeah. I'm crapped up. <laughs> so the thesis of this poem is so muggy. We've got to get it down to one thing. Mm. Is is this a poem about hell being prison, which boring, right? Sure. Or is it about heaven being a simulation? I think it's about heaven being the matrix. Okay. That's okay. kind of what it sounds like. That that seems to be the primary focus because hell is like kind of just thrown in there. What if I told you that hell was a place where I took a big bug and I put it into your belly button? <laughs> what, what, if, if, what if I told you hell was hell was a place where I strapped you to a chair and put a bunch of little suction cups on your head uh-huh. and talked about how uh, people are bad Mm -hmm. and made funny faces at you. Would you believe them? What if hell was a place where the guy who played the red skull made your mouth disappear? (laughs) (laughs) See, we're kind of, we're kind of going with the, uh, like the hell is a prison thesis. I want to dive into this. That's what I'm saying. There's only like two lines about hell. I think hell is simulation prison. And heaven is simulation heaven. Simulation heaven is 
my dream pop band. Or no, please don't wait, say wait. that anymore. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Uh, 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 heaven is the real world, and we're living in a simulation, which is a cheap copy of it. Yes, because if I told you we're that everything into Mormonism here, I feel yeah, like if I told you that everything you see is just a fake copy of heaven, guys. We're in the simulation. We're in the simulation. Yeah. Oh my gosh! We have to crap. get crap. Uh, we yeah. have to get to outer heaven. Now I'm crapped up. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you guys we... remember that movie, The Matrix, where Neo got like so crapped up when Morpheus <laughs> tried to give him a couple of pills or whatever, and he touched the mirror and he goes, "Oh, I'm crapped <laughs> up." <laughs> and Morpheus was like, "Neo, don't get crapped up." Now you're the you're the one. You can't get crapped up just yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he hands him another pill, which is Pepto Bismol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop being so. It's the pink pill. Yeah. 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 It's just. It's just... You guys remember when you got pink pilled? <laughs> <laughs> You learned how to stop being crapped up. <laughs> uh. Is your relationship with the Lord crapped up? <laughs> I could see that on a come on over billboard. to r slash the pink pill. <laughs> so clearly, the only changes we got to make, we got to delete some lines. I'm just oh. going to read you some stanzos, mm. and you're going to tell me if it stays or if it goes. Okay. Okay. Stanzo is the male of stanza. By mm-hmm. the way, <laughs> if I told you that Mary was still in the system, would you believe? Absolutely keep it. Seriously? Okay. We got, okay, we got keeps. Um, if I told you that Paul and John are on Earth now, would you believe keep or trash? If we're keeping Mary, we have to keep this because it's still specific people. Yep. Otherwise, Mary's going to seem random. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so that's still there. If I told you that the prophets are still among us, would you believe? Donate it. Trash it? Okay. Yeah, it's kind of redundant. Well, I feel like that, you know, the rule of threes, threes. and and this one's a little bit more broad, so it brings us out. Oh, you you know know what? what? You're absolutely right. I changed my mind. So that way we okay, can it, it, zoom out to bigger picture. It, it gets a little bit more macro. Here, I'm actually going to mark on the image to make sure that we're keeping the things we need to keep. If I told you everything you see is just a fake copy of heaven, would you believe? I think... We're saying that that's a part of the thesis. That is the part of the thesis, mm-hmm. but I do I do think that there's a better way to word it Correct. than fake copy of heaven. Yeah, it, can just, it, can, it can just be a real copy of heaven. But see, then it implies if it's a perfect copy, then it's like we're already in heaven. Mm. A how about instead of fake, crapped up, well, a, crapped a crapped up, up. copy well, of or heaven. Or what if, um, yes, I, I want to do like an alliteration, like fake facsimile, or like, or like, is there a word that's like a copy but imperfect? Uh, crapped up. <laughs> I think crapped up copy is it. <laughs> That's okay. alliteration. Okay. Yeah, you're honestly you're right. I don't know what I'm thinking. No, no, no. It's okay. It was a, it was a good. You just you were just trying too hard on it. Yeah, your no, instincts that's exa- were right. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, that's, that's okay. You're being diligent. We need you here. If I told you that hell is both a place of interrogation and death, would you believe trash? trash. Don't think trash. we need it. Yeah. Just get rid of you. Introduces another idea. It's confusing. If I told you angels and beings are beings who have clipboards and computers, would you believe? Okay. Here's my thing. Can we move the thesis to the bottom? Mm. Because then all of the questions are leading somewhere, and we can keep this clipboard idea. Because we've gone from we've gone from Mary to Paul to prophets, and now we're moving out even bigger to the angels. To angels, do they? Need, okay, we should. They don't need clipboards. We can. Cut they out. don't need clipboards. You know what they do need? Google glasses. Fitbits. Fit oh <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. 
but we also need something that rhymes are with Fitbits. Are we or going... starts, another thing that starts with an F. Fitbits and... Airwave? Fire... No. Phones. <laughs> Fitbits and I... Oh, no, because then it did parental alliteration. Darn it. Fitbits and... Are we going with the corporate idea? Because mm-hmm. I want... I feel like we need like business attire or business suits or something to like really nail that in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. there a word for cufflinks and uplinks? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt like so ambivalent about something. I like I like love that, and I also just like really hate it. Yeah, I know it. It's it, it is something, but it doesn't work at all for anything. Correct. Um. Uh, clipboards. And I thought we were cutting clipboards. Yeah, we're computers. Fit- Wait, read read the line as is one more time, if you could. If I told you angels are beings who have clipboards and computers, would you believe? Um, I I mean, mm. what if it was just clipboards? <laughs> I no, I actually like that because then it implies that the angels are on the judging squad. Yeah, yeah, just like, right. Rather than because computers is kind mm-hmm. of ambiguous, it's like you can do a lot of things. Yeah, are they on the but... move or are they not on the move? Yeah, are yeah. they at desks or they are they <laughs> out moving? Clipboards only. Okay. If I told you that in the afterlife you enter into God, would you still want to believe? I've got the fix. If I told you that in the afterlife you jack into God. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. I I also like that because obviously the Mega Man aspect, and then it's like, yeah, we are Mega Man mm. because we're the simulation. Okay. Yes. Right. Do you guys want to? That makes do, Adam Proto Man. Do you guys want to hear the the new poem? Yes, please. Yes. If I told you that Mary was still in the system, would you believe? If I told you that Paul and John are on the earth now, would you believe? If I told you that the prophets are still among us, would you believe? If I told you angels are beings who have clipboards, would you believe? If I told you that in the afterlife you jack into God, would you believe? If I told you that everything you see is just a crapped up copy of heaven, would you believe? This feels like a good poem. I, okay, I like it, but I don't like that we took out computers now because everything is so computer oriented. Mm. What about what about what about if I told you angels had tablets with checklists? Mm, okay, yeah, tablets and tablets with like commandments on them. Ta- <laughs> <laughs> tablets on tablets on tablets. Um, I just included checklists because then it's still got the judgy aspect of the clipboards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's more high tech and we're still they're still jacked in as it were. Oh, they're jacked in as heck, as hecky darn. Okay, I'll I'll take it from there. If I told you angels are beings who have tablets with checklists on them that they can perhaps touch with their fingers to make check boxes off with. To tick boxes. To that's, tick that's boxes. Alliterative. Would you believe? If I told you that in the afterlife you jack into God, would you still believe? If I told you that everything you see is just a crapped up copy of heaven, would you believe? I just like got a really nice boom to it. Yeah, I, I like, like that it. a lot. I I like that. Thank you, Real Child, for your honestly. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot his name is Real Child. Thank you, Real Child, for your honestly very good poem. 
it's time to it's time to listen to run by cutlass for a moment and just gauge reactions mm -hmm. this uh song was recommended it's a song right Song is recommended to us by our previous guest, Elizabeth Siddler. Thank you, Elizabeth. We're about to react to it in real time. Thank you for recommending something that we could enjoy with our new guest without having to do so beforehand. This is Run by the band of Cutlass. Wait, no, we have to start it over. Shit, no. Th this uh. is... <laughs> this <Sorry>. is <laughs> run by Cutlass. Get into it. The energy levels didn't match. No, I that. like that. <laughs> rock strings. Yeah. You know how we feel. Thumbs down to rock strings. Joey, I don't know if you know about us, uh, but we are firmly team horns on this podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you are you horns or strings? Sorry, I'm going to have to say I'm strings. Boo. I'm a sucker Boo. for strings. All right, that's all the time we have. Thanks wow, for listening. thank you so much <laughs> for coming on the podcast, Jay. <laughs> uh, so are you, are you feeling the sort of string situation here? Um, yes, question mark. Mm -hmm. I think the thing that, like, I can't even focus on the strings because of the, just, like, the insistent rasp of the singer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I think that's as good a place to stop as any. I don't think we're gonna get any more n juice out of that nut. Yeah, I think I think we've. Um, oh wow. I think we've emancipated all the juice that's gonna be coming from that nut. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Nuts not a cuss in 2018. No, absolutely <laughs> not. 2018, you're allowed to say nut even in church. <laughs> so don't That's get all for Jesus. Don't get all nutted up about no, it. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's not as good. Yeah, not as good yeah, as yeah. Crapped up. Yeah, I really, I, I, I can't keep reinventing the wheel. No, guys, it's time for Tune Talk. Let's talk Tune. Oh. All right, buckle down. We're gonna get into some Tune Talk right now. Uh, welcome to Tune Talk. We're talking about uh, we're talking about Jump Five. Which Jump Five album in particular are we after here? Is it their self-titled? Yeah, okay. self-titled's oh. probably the best. All right, Jump Five, and this is from September twenty eighth of two thousand one. Yeah. It um. is. <clears throat> Ooh, that's yeah. Mm, a post nine eleven world. Yeah, but it was all recorded pre nine eleven. Pre nine eleven production, post nine eleven world. <sighs> Kind of like that one P.O.D. album mm -hmm. we reviewed. Mm -hmm. Wait, no. I was thinking of Extreme Days was from t September 28, 2001. Uh, let me see when Jump 5's album came out. It also came out in 2001, which is why I got confused here. Let's see. Came out. Oh! Jump 5, I just found out, was responsible for um, the song Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride oh, from Lilo and yeah, Stitch. Oh, yeah, they were. You want to know? You want to know how I discovered Jump Five? Um, do you remember in the early two thousands how um, McDonald's would was like paired with Radio Disney and you'd get those little mix CDs? Mm -hmm. um, they had a song on that, and I thought it was fire. And I discovered you could buy their albums at <laughs> Mardell, 
And that was it. That was it for me because mom would buy me a CD if it was from Mardell. Of course. That was the, mm. the workaround. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about something real quick. Yeah. Talk, so talk I was about wrong it. about them being released post 9-11. This was released on August 14th, 2001. According to Wikipedia, mm. the album was re-released twice, first with an additional bonus track, then with a cover of Lee Greenwood's God Bless the USA after the September 11th attacks. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so. <laughs> they are proud to be Americans, where at least they know they're free. Also yeah. toured with the Baja men. <laughs> no way. Yeah. <laughs> they toured with uh, Aaron Carter, the Baja men, and Zoe Girl. Mm -hmm. Now, what I want to talk about with you, Joey, is how is this a Christian band? They are a Christian band in the same way that Reliant K, Hawk Nelson are a Christian band. Okay. Mm -hmm. They don't sing about Jesus specifically, um, but they also don't curse or talk about them dirty things either. I don't know if that's enough. Like, when it didn't, then is Wham a Christian band? <laughs> is Wham a Christian <laughs> band, Joey? Answer this for me right now, because I Honestly, need to know if I can I, let my kids like, listen to it. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I feel like the only way you know is can you find it at Mardell? And for those people that don't have access to a Mardell, I, I, do, I just don't know. I think if we sort of did a, a kind of like guerrilla street prank and left a bunch of copies of Wham! CDs in Mardell, <laughs> I bet they'd get sold. Oh, yeah. Definitely, yeah. A lot of people will go, oh, wow, I had no idea Wham! was Christian. I always suspected, but... One that's, one wham, please. I mean, that's, Didn't that's George the only Michael way. have a lot of Christ imagery in his music videos too? Yes, like a lot of cross earrings and a lot of like we watch. We had to watch a bunch of George Michael music videos for music school. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! You remember this, Joey? Watch that out. Yeah, yeah. I was actually just talking about. Um, you're talking about music culture class, right? Yes, yes. I was talking about um, the our segment on heavy metal. Ah, uh, yes. Earlier today, I I just want to give a shout out to Than Medlam. Uh, for being too, for being the best, the great. First of all, yeah, the greatest man in America, and specifically, extremely patient with all of us. Correct. Yeah, he sounds great. He was great. He he was my vocal music teacher during my rap phase when I insisted that he teach me how to rap. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. This is my second year at ACM. Uh, I had gone insane. <laughs> had. Mm. My second or third year. Can you go someplace that you live? No, that's true. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, but yeah, I think I think George Michael could be construed as a Christian. Does he talk yeah. about dirty things? Because I feel like he not fully does. No, I mean, not really. And I guess it father would be figure nice could if be. I could touch your body. Oh, yeah, that's about abstinence. That's about communion. <laughs> uh -huh. I think if you have Father to, figure. if you have to reach for it, then it, it's not Mardell safe. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Father mm -hmm. figure by George Michael is about God the Father. I could be your father figure. Put your little hand in mine. Um, I will be the that, one who loves you till the end of time. If that's true, then I would I would say that that's sacrilegious because if you're using the I pronoun, mm -hmm. although that careless whisper is sacrilegious. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> did I peak the audio there when I yelled? You did. Okay. Um, 
it was flattering. Although that mm-hmm. always confused me about contemporary Christian music because there's a lot of songs that's like speaking from God's perspective. And I full on had a conversation with my mother like, how is this not sacrilegious? It feels bad, right? It feels bad. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you presume to know what God's singing voice sounds like? We did, right? we did plus one last week and we kind of it caught them. It doesn't sound like this. I feel, yeah, I feel like if you're going to sing in God's voice, you got to be like, Paul, at least. Wait, what was? Could you like um, give me give me a song to cover as God? Uh, Amazing Grace, easy. Oh me, <laughs> Z Grace. Yeah, no, that's pretty much oh, it. Oh sweet, I'm God. It's, it's that's, giant that's, Elvis, is what that yeah. sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just giant Elvis. That's God mm. to me. Nothing but respect for my God. <laughs> Giant Elvis. <laughs> Dear Giant Elvis. Today was okay. Are you there, Giant Elvis? <laughs> it's it's me, regular sized teeth. So let's let's jump in. Let's get in, yeah. Let's let's jump, jump into the album. In. Let's uh, let's jack in. So the fr- first on the album is their big hit, Spinning Around. Oh, yeah. A song that I was very familiar with growing up. I watched this music video all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it was great. What's it about? It's about spinning. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know what? Uh, Tell me what. After I don't I don't think I would be enjoying this as much as I am if I didn't just have to review plus one last week. I would agree with that. Because yeah. this is bet better. It's it's better than plus one. For sure. I did love me some plus one though. I'm not gonna like Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I if, mean that, that's... if you can't listen to Instinct and Backstreet Boys, who are you gonna listen to? Mm-hmm. Plus one. Plus one. That's true. There. Um, and likewise, if you cannot listen to Hillary Duff, who are you going to listen to? Jump five. In wow. my humble opinion. Oh, they're the analog, huh? huh? I think so. It's it's an odd sort of transition because it's a, s- a solo artist to a group. Mm-hmm. But um, I think just like their production sound and everything, it's very let the rain fall down and wake my dreams. Oh, right. yeah. You yeah. The, the production for this compared to like other boy band stuff. It seems less produced on a spaceship mm-hmm. by robots. There, yes. There are some moments. There are some spaceship moments. You know, you hear some sound effects in there. But no, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I like some of those sound effects. I like oh. the, the little record scratches that they do. Yeah. Uh, it's very think, fun. Mm-hmm. The guy's voice was like T-Pain level auto-tuned, which I thought was a really brave choice. Which is why I, I, I think that I think that's probably has to do with, oh, these boys can do backflips, so we'll put them in. They can kind of sing, but we know we can auto-tune them. Because I feel like Jump 5, I mean, that's why you've seen the music video, because they're more of someone you watch. You can appreciate listening to their songs, but 
I think really the um, dance moves and the acrobatics are paramount. Yeah, they're they're a group whose music you appreciate after that you've seen the videos Correct. because they they invoke the videos in your brain. Correct. Cool, 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 cool. I like it. What do we got next? Up next, we have virtual reality. Yes, Jill. Oh, oh my God, Jill, you're rap, right. Get the rap break from me. Okay. Uh, we were just informed by our producer, Jillian, that there is a rap break in this song at, at around 2 minutes and 30 seconds. Please give it to me. Yeah, yeah Please absolutely. give me the rap break. I got to 2.29. That's as precise as we're going to get. Let's right. see. What? What's in the chorus? Z is first and A is that's or, that's in that's in the lyrics earlier. Yeah, because everything's yeah. all everything's oh, all. Oh yeah, ev- like everything's all well, crapped up. It's crapped, crapped up. up because they're because their jam power mm. was too strong, and now everything's upside down. It made everything all topsy turvy. That's that's at least the lore I'm picking up. Sure, they just. They just dunked on reality so hard with their music that, you, you know, uh, crap it. Like, Z is the first letter now. See, I think um, – and here's where I think Jump 5 takes advantage of, you know – I don't know if you guys have ever discussed how um, with a lot of love songs, if you just change their pronouns or fudge it a little bit, it could be a song about God. And so this could is very easily like – oh, well, my relationship with God has got me so jazzed that everything's, like, topsy-turvy and I feel all crazy. But it also mm-hmm. could be like, oh, this person that I really like makes me feel butterflies. Yeah. You know? Th- this is why I am I feel like I'm so generous with Christian uh, pop groups or boy bands because people straight up didn't get to... Yeah. There are people that straight up almost weren't able to, like, get in on this craze at all. Yeah. And... It's okay that they that I, I feel like they're doing people a service rather than doing something malicious, you know? Sure. That they're not. It's it's not so much a cash in. It's just like, hey, we want you guys to like this uh, fun thing that everybody else is. Getting oh yeah, I'm it's, not I'm not mad about it at all. It's not a rip off so much as it is gluten free pasta. Yes. yes. Or like yeah. veggie pasta. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Which I prefer. Oh. Darn it. I respect that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like veggie pasta more than I like whole wheat pasta for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. I don't need it. it, it anyway, uh, our next song is Virtual Reality by The Jump Five Band. Ooh. I love Radiohead. This owns. I, I love that we went from being like, oh, it doesn't sound like it's computer produced. And yeah, but. This is Britney. I was literally going to say, Britney who? Yeah. <sighs> it's that. Plus one. Burp, burp, burp. Plus one borrowed a Britney thing. Yeah. That was, that was a thing to do. Yeah. I mean, she was kind of the tastemaker. She brought the vocal fry into music in a way that nobody before had Correct. really in pop music. And also a range of about six notes. Love it. Mm. Love it. Yeah. 
but the stank she she's put the, on this she's thing. the Ira Glass of '90s pop. Well, and it's a, it's a similar type of thing. You like to wow in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> This is very Backstreet Boys meets Britney Spears, actually, mm. I would argue. Mm -hmm. the, the meter is tried and true, oh, to yeah. say the least. The, one of my favorite things about uh, early 2000s pop music is that noise right there, that burnt. Oh, the orchestral yeah. hit? Yeah. Burnt, burnt, burnt. For not being team strings, I am team orchestral hits. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. Be better if there was a horn in it. Yeah, uh, like... Like big band hits, like bam, mm. right? Yeah, you're right. Sure. Yeah, right. Uh, womp. You, you you were right. Gotta this, love a good womp. There, there is some spaceship stuff in here, but it's not the wrong kind. Yeah, no, it, it's used appropriate. I mean, the song is called what? Virtual reality. Virtual reality. And so it's, it's way more fun than what Plus One was doing, which was just like, oh, what worked for Menudo? Let's shoot it to Mars or whatever. Which sure. is what more than one boy band did. It it didn't feel adventurous in the way that this feels adventurous. Oh, mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. This is full-on Xenon. Yeah. We're on the ship, ready to go. Uh, Cetus, Cetus Lapidus. Cetus Lapidus. Cetus Lapidus. Y'all need to bring that back for Lent. I'm telling you. Oh. Cetus Lapidus, Yeah. It's... Cetus Lapidus, I'm feeling a little crapped up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we also use cyberpunk cusses? Yes, of yes. course. Like glitch, please. <laughs> Incredible. I can't think of one because that was too good. Yeah, I I don't know that you can top that. Um, I'm I'm trying to think of more cyberpunk cusses. Hang on, uh, hack that. Nope. Suck <laughs> suck my hard drive. What the hack, Jill what said. The, what the hack, Jill? Jill, you're of course right. <laughs> That's perfect, Jill. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um. Okay. What is what's the next song? The next song is "Change a Heart, Change the World." I have a request. What is it? Um, I think it's called um "All I Can Do." Okay. Uh, there's one called "All I Want." No. A different album. Oh man, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was on a different album. Just I mean, kidding. Okay. We can we, we can hop around. Yeah. We just we just want to like review an album. Oh, well, no, then we, I mean, we can stay on this album. That's totally fine. We can mm. go with the original song. I insist. We find this song. I, this, this is the song that was on the, on the mix CD from McDonald's that, like, oh, changed you, my life. Did you say the mix CD or the mix CD? What? The mix CD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the mix CD. Yeah. The no, mix, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a Mickey D, but mix CD. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I, I found a. All I can do, the Hista remix. That'll work. Excuse me? I don't know if that's... Oh, this is not... Is this Is it? The, is this it? No, I only know the original release. I'm kind of here for it, though. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. What? Got it. I'm going for a ride. Yes, drums. Man, this is a whole, like, this whole early 2000s electronic 
very interesting, and it's something I don't know anything about. It was so confused mm. in th- extremely fun ways. There was a lot of I'm let's just high. toss this in for two seconds. This owns. Okay, we got to go to the regular one. Yeah, that was awesome. I would just not. Ooh. I don't hate this. That's my favorite part. Love it. That, that like, Nile Rodgers guitar. Yeah. The guitar is basically funky. Yeah. Which, it's like the most lightweight funky, but... Yeah, but I'm I'm good with any level of funky. Sure, right? Agreed. Especially Agreed. in a Christian band. Man, yeah. The genre that typically stands the farthest away from funk that it can. Correct. Honestly, production-wise, this goes. Right. I'm into this. Yeah. I'm into all these noise. All these noises that they're making are very good to my ears. <laughs> these noises are quite pleasing. Yeah. It's good pop, I think. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to change a heart, change the world. The Ben Carson story. <laughs> He's a brain surgeon. <laughs> That's true. Change a brain. Change, change the, the world. world. I've had a change of brain. <laughs> change of That's brain. That's obscene. <laughs> You know, if if the releases of these two things could have lined up, I bet they could have done the Sonic Adventure 2 soundtrack. Yeah, I think so. Th- this is so, yeah. like, four on the floor. Like, <laughs> doom, doom, doom. This is a club. This is a very low-energy club banger. It's like if there was a dance club in Kingdom Hearts. I feel yeah. personally attacked <laughs> by that statement. <laughs> you shouldn't. It's, it is... I- extremely a compliment. Yeah, it's you know you're entirely right. Um, I'm feeling moved. It's by this it's weird. weird how trancey it is. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, like, I mean me me too. Early it's, Florence. It's it's not <laughs> it's not what you see. It's not what you see pop groups doing. I guess they're mm. not like they're not like other girls. They're not like they're not like other girls. They're I mean they're not. A part of the sort of boy band, quote unquote, circle, right? They're just well, like that. That's what I love is because they're not a boy band, they're not a girl band because they've got um, three girls and two boys. Mm-hmm. My favorite part—they're called Jump Five because there's five members, but someone left and they were still called Jump Five. There's wow, only, only well, four. Oh, you know, would have been a bolder move to call them like Jump Six after that person left. <laughs> Honestly, we progress. Yeah, uh, crap that guy. <laughs> Yeah. Where he was jump minus two. He went on to make jump minus two. <laughs> Got more of like an Evanescence kind of sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wait, sorry. I did the math on that incorrectly. Jump minus one. There we go. What, what's next? Uh, well, I've, I've just received another request 
uh, telephonically, digitally from our producer Jillian for the song Shoot the Moon, uh, which is a song about America's plan to bomb the moon when we thought that the Russians were going to land there first. Excuse me? Uh, they did it. They didn't. They didn't really do that. Who's doing a bit on me right now? It's me. I'm doing the bit. Shoot the moon. I'm not finding. That's uh, what a great album. There. What? This sounds like hello goodbye. Oh my goodness. I almost forgot completely yeah, about like hello that's goodbye. Just their, this is their like comeback album. I don't know album, what that right? is even. Yeah. This is their comeback album. They broke up and then they got back together. What did they break up about? There's only the Trinity. F- the, the, on this album, there are only four of them, but they're all carrying suitcases, which I think means that the fifth one is in those suitcases. <laughs> just <laughs> He's just evenly distributed in those suitcases. Yeah, someone's got his arms, someone's got one leg. Can I, can I please see the album? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. From the way they're this all smiling. This is like super camp rock. Man, man, this is good in a completely different way again. Yeah. They've progressed because of the suitcases. They've evolved because they chopped dro- up one of the members. Dropped some dead weight. They chopped him up and they're going to throw him in the ocean. They're carrying that weight still. They're carrying oh, the dead weight. Yeah, they've got baggage, but they won't for long. So up next, we've got The Meaning of Life. If someone told me this was the meaning of life, I guess I'd get it. What is this dream pop voice they found? I like it. Yeah. I just don't like... This is like up-tempo dream pop. Like, if they slowed this down, like... This is like this is like Beach House sped up eight times. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could play. They could, yeah, if you were to slow this down to like half speed, you could play it at a golf club. Yeah, it's just okay. I'm gonna go ahead and name the genre of what Jump Five yeah. is a member of because it's not boy band. It's not. It is pop, but it's more than that. It is fast goth. <laughs> Oh, like Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes. It's okay. <laughs> I never had like a really a word for what a group I felt a part of, but fast goth really seems apparent. That's all right. Up next, we've got All I Want. Oh my God, I'm vetoing this. We cannot listen to this. Okay. Overruled. Rainbow Road. Can you imagine this is this is a very specific type of electronic music and it's nightcore. Well, it's music that sounds like the future from back when we thought the future was going to be good. Yeah. Mhm. This paints an idealistic image of the future mm. that didn't know about 9/11. Right. Or like the <laughs> Iraqi occupation. Yeah. Oh my god. This is like electronic pop music 
right at the beginning of electronic pop music. They wrote music for the future that we all wanted and didn't get. Right. Yeah. All right. Next, we've got Wish That I Could Read Your Mind. This sounds like a Sonic bonus level, by the way. Sorry. Oh, my God. It does. It absolutely does. What? It does sound like a vocal. Whoa. Word. It's like proto Hatsune Miku. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, except Amer- it's like Hatsune Michael. <laughs> Hatsune Marcus. <laughs> uh, next is Wish That I Could Read Your Mind. Hatsune, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Sean. They're doing the Menudo thing again. Oh, we're okay. We've we finally found Menudo. Thank in goodness. This album. I was wondering where Menudo was. Oh, is that synth flute in the background? Yes. <sighs> Shit, I love that. Not enough flute in music. I, it's 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 in like the home improvement theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the name of that song? That was "Wish That I Could Read Your Mind." Their obligatory menudo track. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we've got "Tell Me Why." Hmm. I like this. Yeah, me too. Okay. Lots of in sync vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hardcore. Mm-hmm. Big in sync vibes. Yeah. It gets more in sync too. It like it started out like it started just like out a, of sync, it, but now well, it's it, more it started in-sync. out sounded like. Mm-hmm. Like it was from Tron. Yeah. yeah. Alright, up next. Jump five does the Stranger Things theme. Yeah. <laughs> up next we've got now it, uh, something I'm noticing about all of these is I'm not getting a real Christy vibe out of this. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. I, I found solace in music that was as close to pop music as I could get, but as I said, you could still buy the C D at Mardell, so it was acceptable. Okay. It's it's so interesting that there was sort of an industry for outright Christian acts and then but Christian but Christian music also managed to own the complete just what I would call completely inoffensive mm-hmm. genre. Yeah. It's weird that they got both. Yeah. Mhm. Up next is I belong to you, which feels like the most Christian name so so far. What is that noise? It's like that. It's a duck. <laughs> it's not a duck. Cyborg duck. I drew a cyborg duck at work today. <laughs> I love God. Yeah. He yeah. He's real. Yeah. God is real. You know it right there. The verdict's in. God's real. Yeah. And we're all going to heaven. Thank goodness. Thank you, Jump Five. Yeah, it was a really, it was a, a cyborg duck with a real veiny neck and then a periscope coming out of his back. I got real bored at work today and decided to try drawing. That's 
sounds like a success. <laughs> it went okay. I have no opinions about this song. I mean, I'm like, although... One thing, they don't ever sing together. They almost never sing, like, they almost never take advantage of being a group by harmonizing. That's true. Or anything. And they do it in this song during the chorus, I think, to try to make it sound more choiry. To put a little little of that that Christ juice in it. To try to wring out some Christ juice. Oh my gosh. So next. I draw the line at Christ (laughs) juice. Listen. (laughs) I don't know why you're making it gross. This is Lent. Uh, Next we've got. Love ya too much. Y A. Love ya. Wine. That's Christ juice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Love ya too much. Like ya is in Yahweh or just ya? Yeah. Like we're being casual. We're not saying you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Too bad. That's almost A little more Christ of that Manito guitar. Oh. Flute. A, a kind of some. Kind of some hip hop hi hat there. Oh yeah. There's some good teamwork. Okay, put your opinion out into the world right now. Who's the best singer in Jump V? That um, I don't know their names. I oh. think it's I think it's Catherine. It's it's the it's the the little short girl with the gums. Alex made a face. <laughs> like, like what? He, like what are their names? He, Alex goes Catherine and makes this Robert De Niro face <laughs> like he doesn't know what's going on. So their names are Brandon and Brittany. Mm-hmm. Those are the siblings. Chris, Leslie, and Libby. I think Libby was the one that left. Um, Brittany mm. is the best singer. Okay. In my opinion. All right. Libby's in the suitcase. Okay. Are we going to listen to... I, I We're going to listen to the whole album. I know. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that mm-hmm. that's what I signed up for. Yeah. So up next... I, obviously oh. not all the way through, it's all short. the way through, sure, but sure, sure. we're going to touch each one of them. I, I noticed none of the boys are taking point. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think I think they're really just there to be like background dancers and backflip, back, yeah. backflip friends. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do a lot of synchronized backflips. Actually, that's so good. I would describe the wrestling tag team, the Young Bucks, as backflip friends. <laughs> I bet Jump Five would make a great tag team. Oh my god, like, they'd be a great wrestling stable. Th- honestly, them yeah. now. Yeah, if they can all still do backflips, they'll get hired. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon put Roman Reigns in jump five. Anyway. Oh, my God. He's too muscular. He can't do the flips. Anyway. <laughs> His cardio is not very good. Uh, up next, we're, we're close to the end here. Up next, we've got When I Say Your Name. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. please. I'm excited. Here we go. When I Say Your Name. The Eggman theme. <laughs> oh, no. I, I hit the wrong song. No, go go to it. Okay, all right. You crap hole. <laughs> all right. 
So the, the this is the real song we're going to play. We're going to skip when I say your name, and we're not going to listen to it. <laughs> no. <laughs> instead. Back me up. Instead, no, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah play okay. yeah. I want to hear that. Instead, we're going to play. And I'm baffled by the. It's called Start Jumping, Start Jumping. <laughs> hey, you, Start, okay. you keep trying to. You keep trying to sort of um, con us out of listening. Yeah, weasel your way out of it. Sorry. That's like Mario theme. It's important that I say the title of this because it's Start Jumping, Start Jumping. There's a G in the second one? Yeah, there's an apostrophe in the first one and a G in the second one. And then a closed parenthesis. No, with no open parentheses at the beginning of it. It's and then wait a minute, wait a minute. The title of this song is like a wint, is like a drill tweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> start jumping, start jumping. Just, dash, sure. start jumping. Radio Disney remix. Now, just a real crap post. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crap post. So it's start jumping with an apostrophe. Start jumping with a G. Start jumping, no G or apostrophe remix. Truly amazing. I'm so happy. What is uh, when I say your name? Okay, when I say your name. Now, what's the name of this one? This this song is called "When I Say Your Name." What was the other one called? The other. <laughs> What, what, was, it, what was the Eggman theme what called? What song is this? The Eggman theme was called Start Jumpin', Start Jumping." <laughs> what song Start is this? Start Jumpin' Remix. What's the title of this song? This song is called When I Say Your Name. What's it called? It's called When I Say Your Name. <laughs> this What's called When I Say Your Name? This song that we're listening to right what now. What about this song? Its name is When I Say Your Name. Whose name? Uh, I assume the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ, our Savior. That's how I feel when I say Yahweh. Mm. Oh, yeah, they could really, like, Christ this one up live. So we're going we're really to go like right to... Christ to, this one up. We're going to go... Um, we, do you get... Would you, would you guys mind if we play... If we did the Christ it up version of this... <laughs> Wait, have you guys heard of the musical Ultra Boys? No. Ultra Boys? Ultra Boys. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. The okay. Ul- this week, the Ultra Boys sit down with... So, this is a bit of a tangent, but also I know you guys would love this. Um, yes. Yeah. There is a musical called Ultra Boys, and it's about a Christian boy band, and it's their la- the musical is their last um, concert on tour, and um, you're watching their concert, and they're like telling the story of how they came together. They're very Catholic, and there's lots of like Jesus jokes, and it's like this very amazing parody musical that I think oh you guys would just. Oh um, there's uh, it, it has the song um, "Jesus Called Me" on my cell phone. Ah! Oh no! Yeah. Can I? Um, just I'll just trade you knowledge of a musical I'm aware of, pop punk high school. What? My bachelor's is a bachelor's of music and musical theater. I've never heard of pop punk high school. I, okay. And I'm physically upset that I don't know this. I, I will I will say that I've only seen like a Facebook ad for it, but okay. I watched the video like seven hundred times and it's just 
it's just a guy that goes – it's just about a high school where everybody's pop punk. Awesome. I love that. So it's a high school. Yeah. <laughs> right. And this guy's trying to become the pop punk pop, – pop, uh, it's hard to say. Pop punk princess? The pop punk king of his pop punk high school. God. That sounds like everything I've ever needed. Is it a, is it a jukebox musical? Like are they original songs or is it um... – I think I was seeing it like – in the in the promo, like performed in a black box theater. No, so when I say jukebox, that's a musical that it's not original songs. It's like if you did. Um, I think it's original. Is it all? I think it's a ridge. A score reminiscent of okay, but the music is composed by Ben Lapidus. Lapidus. Oh, Cetus Lapidus. Cetus Lapidus, Cetus Lapidus. Yeah. Son, of, son of Cetus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Wow. So it's an original score. It's not a jukebox. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I. I can't wait to bring this back with me to Chicago. Yeah, please, please get a production of Pop Punk High School going so I can see the bean and then I can see Pop Punk High School in Chicago, Illinois. Mm. Let's do this next song. That's, yeah, thank you. Uh, up next, th- this is the last track, um, so we'll get into final thoughts right after this. Okay. Oh, yes. An old favorite. Mm. Uh, we've made it to Ballad Town. Yeah, you're going to love this ballad, too. Okay, there's a little bit. Hey, um, I'm gonna find I'm gonna find the most depressing like Iraq War statistics and just say them over this. So, so we may need to double back a bit. Okay, okay. No, I think we got time. We got time in the song. I, I called a bit of a, um, I called an audible. Civilian casualties from U.S. drone strikes. Yeah, go on. According to the Long War Journal, which follows U.S. anti-terror developments, as of mid-2011, drone strikes in Pakistan since 2006 had killed 2,018 militants and 138 civilians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A better ratio than we usually get. Not bad. Yeah, uh... After more than 30 UAV-based strikes hit civilian homes in Afghanistan in 2012, President Hamid Karzai demanded that such attacks end. But the practice continues in areas of Pakistan, Yemen, and Somalia. Former U.S. President Jimmy Carter has criticized such use of UAVs. We don't know how many hundreds of innocent civilians have been killed in these attacks. This would have been unthinkable in previous times. The New America Foundation estimates that the period 2004 to 2011, the non-militant fatality rate, was approximately 20%. 
<laughs> yeah, you gotta get the OO in there. This is the best podcast in the world. Yeah, I I, I hate this crap in podcast. <laughs> I love it so much. Me too. I'm just trying to be cool. Uh, uh, At least you're honest because yeah. you're a good Christian boy. Yeah, that's true. Respect. That's one of your. So do we want? Do we want to get into? <laughs> do we want to get into final thoughts? Yes. Um. Uh. Very. Very quick, Joey. Um, j- so we we talked about Cutlass earlier. Yes, mm. you, were, you were there for that. Yep. Can you that that was upon suggestion sure. from a previous guest? Oh, I'm ready. I've already got one. Yep. Give us something that we can enjoy with our next guest. Okay. Um, I don't have a specific song per se, but you guys need to check out Family Force Five. I'm going to keep with the five theme. Okay. Family Force Five. Okay. It's almost like five is the holiest number in Christianity. Y'all feel me on that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do feel the you. Yahweh man. feel. Oh, no. Okay, I've got it. Um, are you guys ready to give a rating to Jump 5 self-titled 2001 Magnum Opus? Is this Yes. Is this out of... Now, this is out of 12 disciples, but keep I in mind... Known. Yeah, keep Praise in mind, me. Joey. One of these disciples is Judas. So do with that what you will. Wow. We'll have someone else go first. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. I didn't know. Alex, how are you feeling? Uh I'm 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 feeling good. I feel confident about mm-hmm. my opinions. Um as always. Uh <laughs> I <sighs> Jump Five is doing a lot of things pretty well, honestly. They 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 do bring that pre nine eleven but post millennium optimism about the future to their music. Yeah, it's a, look, it's a, it's a very small window, <laughs> but the music from that era has a specific tone, which is one of optimism and trying to put good and shiny computers into all their tunes. Sure, and they do a good job of that here. It's you know, and they span sort of a lot of uh, electronic genres, which I was not expecting at all. Um, I would say that their voices are fine. Who cares? Um, the the real hero, like the the, it's never the hero of these bands. Those are birds the, can sing. Yeah, those birds. Look, those birds are doing fine. Um, the hero here, as with a lot of pop music, is in the production, with a few exceptions. You know, Carly Rae Jepsen, your Ariana Grande's. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but the the real hero here is uh, is the production. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't think it's a Christian band. Two Disney Channel can't be Christian. So, as a Christian band, I I like what they're doing musically, but they fail as a Christian band. So I gotta go Five Disciples. Fair. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and go next. Alex, I agree with you that it's not a Christian band. There's no cussing, and I like that. It's. Not objectionable, but I guess that doesn't make it Christian because they're not really discussing struggles, except for the time they almost did. They almost referenced God, but they decided to be sort of nationalistic about the way they brought it up instead. Now, that's not all bad for Jump 5. They don't sound like they're producing this from a spaceship, and when they do, it sounds adventurous and fun, Not not like they're trapped in there like a... I have no mouth, but I must scream kind of James Spader way. Right. Um, 
Trance? There's trance in this. It's good. What's trance doing there? I love it. Fast goth. <laughs> Big there, fan there, of fast goth. There's like here. a there's like a sped up dream pop number in here that is extremely lovely. Um I didn't like that they eventually kind of worked around a Minuto because Minuto kind of seems mm. like a real tired, especially by 2001, Minuto seems like a real tired well to go to. Mm. But it works. Um, start jumping, start jumping. Yeah. Close parenthesis. It's extreme. The start jumping remix. It is extremely powerful. <laughs> That's true. And the, Almost too powerful. And the fact that I didn't start jumping or start jumping, as it were, myself mm-hmm. will remain a mystery to me for the rest of my life. Start jumping, start jumping my ass. I won't start jumping, start jumping. <laughs> That's why they had to make a remix, because the first one didn't work. Right. Dang football players start jumping for the anthem. <laughs> they start jumping, start jumping during the anthem. It's so insane. Proud to be American was, it was after 9-11, mm. but it kind of signified a weird turn in the entire album because mm. the rest of the album was produced before 9-11 in a much more optimistic time mm. in our country's life. We just beat Y2K. Yeah. But we were defeated by 9-11. Right. And I find it extremely interesting that this album sort of has two separate feelings on it. One is like, we're here and we can do anything. And the other one is, we we got our dang sack whipped Mm -hmm. by the terrorists. Yep. So I guess we can't. It was a downturn, and it was the last track of the album. Yeah, yeah. I I, I appreciate. I appreciate what it is, and not necessarily the effectiveness is like, uh, yes, a Christian band. But I appreciate what I like about it is the way that it accidentally reflected a very interesting and dark time period in, in our country's history. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'm giving it seven, no Judas. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I also appreciate all of the um, spaceship effects used well. Um, we've There's just a lot of nostalgia in it for me, obviously, because it was mm-hmm. a part of my childhood, and because, because it reflects a very big part of my childhood. Um, I think everything they did, they did well. And um, as Alex mentioned earlier, you know, the um, Proud to be an American, though not cohesive with the rest of the album, it was re-released as a bonus track. So um, it's more of a statement than I feel a part of the album, you know, since it is a bonus track. It's like mm. a post credit stinger. Exactly. It's... <laughs> It's the it's the extra Marvel scene after the movie's over. It lets you know what the next movie's going to be about. Exactly. Well, well the well, next album. Uh, um, but I mean, it is a good point. It's not a. It's it's not a Christian band. I I just um you know as I said it it rides that line but it doesn't ride it well. It's kind of like mm. a, especially like going back and listening to the album. It's definitely like. 
a couple feet away from the line. Yeah. <laughs> Not really right on mm-hmm. top of it. Um, but there, were, I mean, there, I feel like there are a lot of bands that, um, that did that. Um, so overall, I think I, I was also going to say seven, but I, I'm going to include Judas because Judas is that not actually a Christian band. Yeah. Mm, the betrayer. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe Judas is also the fact, the non-cohesiveness of the album with Proud to be an American. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we've done some good. We've we've, done, we've done some good review and we've done some good analysis here. Mm-hmm. I think so. Good pod, guys. <sighs> good pod. Great pod. Great bean. Joey, mm-hmm. where can we find you online? And great wha- question. And, and what are you working on? Oh, gee whiz. Um, my website is not um, an easy. It's uh, Joey dot uh, dot com slash music, um, which that's, is a that's mouthful. W i x site. Correct joeyharbert.wixsite.com slash music? Correct. Okay. Um, and, I mean, I, I, I'm working on an album. It's it's a very much work in progress. I'm still um, trying to write out all the tracks. I've kind of started pursuing a different sound, so it's um, it's a major work in progress. But um, I what's, also the, what's the different sound you're pursuing? Um, I used to write more music theater because that's my background and I wrote a lot of just like, um, like top 40 pop and Mm. I'm kind of going towards more like folk singer songwriter now. Cool. Cool. What's bottom 40 pop like? Um, it's, (laughs) it's, it's like that, that really uncomfortable almost feeling. I thought it was just like chance. (laughs) I mean, Yeah throat singing <laughs> it's just um a oh that's exactly i was like what's that answer what's the answer the <laughs> whale mating noises rain sounds when i was in high school our choir teacher tried to teach us throat singing that's insane Did for you overtones a little bit i almost got there there was one guy that was real good at it that's incredible also not surprising yeah we'll check you out there um are you are you on twitter someplace are you on facebook Uh, where are you you at online um i'm on twitter as just joey harbert h-a-r-b-e-r-t um my instagram is joey took this if you want to see what kind of non-newborn photography i'm doing because i do do Mm -hmm. regular portraits as well (laughs) old born photography old born photography i like that um yeah those are my internet haunts excellent thank you so much for doing the show thank you so much for having me i've had a delightful time oh, that makes me so happy I'm to hear glad, yeah. <laughs> i want to i want to extend a quick thanks to good trash media for being our friends and allowing us to use their equipment and <laughs> their very good website on which you can find our episodes i would like to thank jarvix for our intro <laughs> wampus for our tune talk stinger and Cameron Brewer for our exit music, Holy Ghost Riding the Whip. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to sign off the same way we always sign off. With our classic sign-off phrase. Boaz, <laughs> where the chickens go? Our, uh, Boaz, where'd they go? <laughs> oh.
I have no response. Boaz! <laughs> it's me, Ruth. Where'd the chickens go? Well, Ruth. <laughs> uh, Boaz! <laughs> Where'd the chickens go? I, s- <laughs> I sold them off to our friend who adopted them as his own sons. <laughs> Okay, just wondering. Bye, everybody. Bye, Happy everybody, bye. Jesus.